0: Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started.
1: Welcome to After Buzz Anime Reviews. We're talking Fruits Basket, episodes 17 through 20. Also, Happy Easter, and we've had so much loving on these episodes we're going to share that with you. Stay tuned.
0: You're tuned in to After Buzz TV,
1: the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, and welcome to AfterBuzz Anime Reviews. We're talking Fruits Basket, episodes 17 through 20, and Happy Easter. It's Easter Sunday. Ha- happy. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> my name is Carrie Lane, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host...
2: Hey everyone, Veronica Valencia here. I'm so excited to be here for Fruits Basket.
1: Yes, me too. And then uh, Jamie and Oliver were not able to make it, but uh, they ha- wish you Happy Easter as well, or whatever holiday or Saturday we're making this weekend. Um, so let's get into, what do you think of these episodes? Because we haven't chat about it in like a hot we, yeah, minute. We yeah, we haven't been here for a while. Um,
2: so I kind of want to do like an overall thought for each of these episodes, if that's okay. Be-
1: sure. Because...
2: For me, this batch of episodes was very hit or miss. And yeah. it, de- it depends <laughs> on what your perception is. It depends mm. on what you're rooting for. The first. Ep- very little cue. There, obviously so you know I'm, uh, I may not be the happiest camper <laughs> like, uh, but um, obviously the first sour <laughs> hey! I love the puns uh, so episode 17 it, for me this was a good episode it's always a good episode yes. where we get to meet more members of the Zodiac so overall I enjoyed mm-hmm. that uh, the 18th episode I felt was a lot of filler and I wrote
1: down a more filler question Filler. Yeah, it mm-hmm. felt
2: like a lot of filler. Yes. Uh, and for me personally, this was a particular storyline that I just never really cared for. Mm-hmm. It's not something mm-hmm. I find as super entertaining, so this one was kind of a miss for me, and mm-hmm. we'll go into that more. The 19th episode, this one, again, can feel a little fillery. However, this one I personally really enjoyed because I am a fan of Kyo, and so any moments I have... Any moments I get where Kyo shows vulnerability and Mm -hmm. kind of shows moments between him and Tohru, I'm all about. So, again, perception, what you're rooting for. So, this one was good for me. And then the last episode, I love the idea. I think the execution was slightly off.
1: Yes i agree um also we do have a live chat so welcome everybody in the live chat if you're watching it later welcome as well please leave comments what you thought about these episodes uh yes let's get into these so episodes and i'm pretty much same page with you by the way Mm -hmm. uh episode 17 it's because i've been loved that i've become stronger uh we get yeah this one definitely had more depth we finally meet the tiger so we know that akito is not a tiger because we weren't sure. That was a theory. Mm-hmm. And we know he's also not the snake. So that's kind of starting to limit our options. But still, I was like, 13. I was having trouble remembering all of them. And I was like, ch ch mm-hmm. But
2: um, I was just, uh, I wanted to say something. Mm. And I don't know if this is too spoilery. Mm. Um, so word of caution, I apologize if this comes across very spoilery. It's very... <laughs>
1: Spoiler uh-huh. yeah.
2: in the original series, it's very well known that um, it's not a complete series, so there are chances we may not meet every single mm. member of the Zodiac, which True, yeah. kind of leaves okay. it, which kind of leaves it more of a mystery of like, ooh, mm. who can Akito be? Because we might not ever meet others. Although that's something they're definitely addressing in the reboot, which is awesome. Wow.
1: Good to know. Thank you. Oh yeah! Also, let your let us know your thoughts on the reboot because we're also watching that as well. Because like we just love Fruits Basket. Are, are you liking watching them simultaneously? That they're different enough.
2: The, I'm really loving watching them simultaneously. I think at first they feel very reminiscent of each okay. other, just because, again, it's the beginning, they're establishing everything. There will become, there will be moments later on that feel very different. Again, the the thing that comes across very different right away is just their comedic styles. Mm-hmm. This one, the reboot is a little bit more well, grounded. These four
1: episodes are oddball, for they sure. They are,
2: yes. The older episodes are definitely more wacky, and the animation being older helps with that, because True. they definitely, I again, maybe it's a budget thing, maybe it's mm. for the sake of comedy where things are just very clunky looking. So, and yeah. that, that would Good explain it.
1: You know. Uh, so with the beginning of this episode 17, we hit Yuki and Todor in the rain, and that's when we meet Kisa the tiger, she was so cute.
2: They are all so cute
1: when they're in oh, their they're zodiac so forms. Yeah, I, I like the simplicity of the original of how they look as the animals. I don't think the reboot has them as cutesy because they're more detailed. Doesn't mean they're not cool to look mm-hmm. at, but I think the simplicity of the old one makes them cuter.
2: I like that you bring that up because I that's something that I saw as well, and I agree with that. The simplicity of them in the original version is what makes them kind of cuter and more comical to look at whereas yeah yeah, the newer animation is definitely much higher quality. Though
1: them as people they are cute Mm -hmm. you're like oh hey boys and girls (laughs) hello everybody you're like "Mm." Uh, so they mention that Kisa stopped talking is it kind of an issue and then we learn being picked on so go anime bringing up real life issues Mm -hmm. and you know being bullied at school and how that could make you or school anywhere and make you kind of fold in on yourself and not want to express yourself. So it's like, aww. Yeah. All the feels.
2: What I found so fascinating about this episode and especially rewatching it, was that Every single Zodiac member suffers from the same curse, but mm-hmm. they all have different struggles with it, if that makes sense. Yes. For example, last week we saw, or uh, yes, on last week's batch of episodes, we saw Momiji's backstory and how his major struggle oh, with the with Zodiac was with mm-hmm. his mom and mm-hmm. how he wasn't accepted by his mother. And yeah. so that was very, very touching. Oh my gosh, that made me cry. But that was But he suffered with that, not necessarily with being picked on, as he kind of stated in this episode, whereas Kisa's main struggle is she has more or less a very supportive mother who's trying her best, Mm -hmm. but just doesn't necessarily know how to go about raising someone with this curse. Mm -hmm. But it's her struggles at school that she's dealing with.
1: And plenty of people, like, as a kid or adult, sometimes it's hard to admit that when something bad is happening to you, and then the longer you go, the worse it gets, which is what's happens for Kisa and you're just like oh it's okay oh dude and when she bites Toru so cute she's like it's "It's fine it doesn't hurt
2: it's okay it's funny because again because it's so wacky it's like a little chomp like a little and it's like oh that doesn't hurt but clearly Toru's like yeah this sucks
1: get (laughs) it off me um and then Toru totally lays on that understanding because she gets it she understands everybody and then when she's talking with the mom and like maybe and it's it's nice because she never means it um, rude or like, oh, you don't know. She just kind of has that, well, maybe this is what it is. She's like the eternal optimist. And, like, and then I do like that the mom has that moment of, oh, maybe that is why she's upset. And then she gets to live with them in the family of these crazy extended relatives, which is like, sure. And I like how everyone kind of goes, she's living with us? All right, cool. This house seems to have extended... Uh, it's amount of how many people it can hold. I'm like, wait, how many rooms are in this house? Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, like fun random surprises. Yeah. And what I love
2: about this particular encounter, encounter with Toru is that we obviously know, as you said, Carrie, she is a huge optimist, and so she's very understanding of mm-hmm. the members of the Soma family who are cursed, but I think it's also just a good way of kind of showing how to accept someone regardless if they were cursed or not just kind of accept someone and understand what they're going through
1: empathy she has yes. tons of empathy yes but understand everybody or at least think in their um their thought process uh we got ally in the chat says episode 17 almost made me cry that one definitely had some good feels and like watching mm-hmm. i think the bullying was could resonate with a lot of people uh, Kuro Tsukurugi says, well, it is a big house. This is true. It is a very big house. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so then we get, uh, oh, the hugging. When she hugs her, I said, yeah, it just needs a little TLC. Like, all the Soma people and people in general do need something like it's okay, you are loved, and, like, a hug. Because Toru does that with Momiji, the last one, too, of, like, even though he turns into a bunny, she still is like, let me hug you!
2: I love Momiji as a bunny, I'm
1: just saying. Yes, oh, he's so <laughs> he's cute. He's so
2: cute as a bunny. He just, like, goes into the hug, too, he's like, thank you. And this is something that... I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious to get your opinion on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the main focus is on Toru, and in that same scene, uh, Kisa's mother is there. Yeah, and obviously, they're not really developing Kisa's mother a whole lot. But I was, but something that I'm happy that maybe the reason they're not doing that is because I don't think I would want to get into um, a sticky situation where maybe Kisa's mother feels like. Toru's kind of replacing her mm. in Kisa's heart. Yeah, they don't heart. go that, t- yeah.
1: I, I, they don't really go that route, but it's nice, too, the moment where she calls Toru to check on her, and then they yeah. find out about that, yeah. and they're like, oh no, she does care and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe sometimes anybody, even if you're trying your best, sometimes having another example or another viewpoint can show you, like, oh, maybe I should do it. Like, I want the mom to hug her. It's like, hug your little baby. Uh, and then I do, like, everybody on the roof, like, or the classroom having the Momiji, Haru, Taru, and Yuki, like, what is our game plan? I do like when they have their little... The little ...sessions, yes, of, like, guys, what are we gonna do? Okay, this is our plan. And then when we figure out why, and it's just the mean girls, I actually kind of wanted someone almost to go to the classroom and be, like, with well, the older classmates to be, like, hey, knock it off, like, talk to them. But... In a way, Kisa has to fight her own battles, if you will. But mm-hmm. I, don't know, I almost wanted Yuki to go there and be like, you little girl, stop it.
2: It's a really sad um, kind of other perspective because sometimes, you know, in media where we see kids who are being bullied, they often get that talk of, you know, st- stand up for yourself. You know, they, they just they want to pick on you because mm-hmm. y- you allow them to, or maybe they're insecure or something like that. And the very sad other point of view here is that. Kisa does stand up for herself, but it doesn't do anything for her. It still backfires on her because now that they're like, oh, she'll stand up for herself, well, we'll just like whisper and gossip about her in private.
1: Yeah. It's one of those, even your best efforts doesn't, can make it. Very, very unfortunate. Um, Oh, well, uh, leave this as a comment down below. Luna's friend Gabby says, I have a question. Who's your favorite Soma family member? I think I can guess. I think it's very. Yours. Obvious. <laughs> I think mine is very. Obvious. Yes. Yes. Uh, Star Clock mentions Kisa's parallel with Yuki. Uh, yeah, true, but I'd also say she's similar to Toru because Toru had the game. Um, they weren't getting teaser yeah. outright, but you know, not including her. So she uh, Unagiri. Yes. So
2: and plus, I think Yuki's problem was not so much that he's abused. He he was abused, and he was kept from children yes. growing up from Akito. So mm-hmm. I think like there's kind of the difference there is that I don't think he necessarily ever personally had struggles fitting in. Is it was that he was kept from society, yes.
1: whereas Kisa is very much struggling to fit in. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Uh, and then I do like though that when Yuki mentions um, how being weak is not a bad thing. And awesome, it's uh, ambition can result from our weaknesses. And I thought that was kind of a nice way to look at it. If, like, even, there's your, uh, not Monday yet, your, your motivation Monday of whatever day. <laughs> uh, is, yeah, it's like, even it's okay if you're weak, that's where you can maybe find the push to do more. Or do something different. Or make that change. Because it's it's the, you know, everything, when it stays the same, you won't grow. Kind of, I like that. And then also, this one... I love- curious on all your thoughts uh how yuki points out sometimes you need someone to like you first before you like yourself and i'm like mm, that's almost tricky because that kind of ignores self-love and then that also relies your worth is based on someone else but it is kind of true that sometimes someone saying something nice about you kind of sparks that motivation something for you yeah what do you think
2: it's no, exactly what you were saying, Carrie. It's very tough in that, you know, we as people want to be able to say, you know what, I don't need any of I don't need anyone else telling me how I should feel about myself. I can love myself. I don't need any of this negativity. And so like it's it's a very powerful thing if we're able to do that. But sometimes as people we can't we, we we're human, we can't help but feel Oh, a little reassurance, a little you know attention from someone else, does boost your your um what's what I'm looking confidence? for confidence. It just boosts your confidence in a sense. Even though you know you you could say like, oh, that was a very nice comment, thank you. Even though I didn't need it, and some people are like, can think, wow, I really needed that today. That's great. So it's. It's tough. Sometimes it's maybe nice to have a combination of both.
1: I agree with that because, I mean, there's those days where even if you're feeling kind of good about yourself, but maybe, like, something knocks you down, but then someone's like, oh, cute – cool backpack, cute shirt, whatever. And then you're just kind of like, oh, cool, thanks. And it kind of like reignites that spark. So maybe it shouldn't start the spark, but it could help fan the flame as it were. Yes, I like that. Uh, And then we get Yuki deciding he wants to be student body president because he doesn't want to and do something different, which, yay. uh, Episode 18, the strongest tag. I was like, wait, oh, strongest tag, the curse electric... I, my handwriting. Uh, <laughs> wave, brother and sister, there we go. Uh, this one I felt was filler, but it, we were talking about wanting kind of more backstory on Hanajima, so yay, because this isn't really backstory on her, but it is a little bit more about her and her day-to-day life. But yes, I did write filler, question mark. It felt
2: very, yes, I agree. It felt very fillery, and again, perception, if you really did want to know more so about Hana and her day-to-day activities. This was perfect. It didn't dive into a whole lot of details, but it was kind of nice to see your home life. And, oh, you know, she has siblings who are maybe just as weird as her. So that was fun. But I, the main storyline of what it was getting through with, like, the Yuki, Prince Yuki fan club...
1: It, Yeah, they're better on the sideline. I don't need them as main
2: story. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, they, I've kind of just been like, oh, they're whatever, you know, I don't necessarily hate them or love them. They're just kind of funny because as I had mentioned uh, in earlier episodes, they're there, I feel for comedic relief, not necessarily to be malicious towards Toru, but I feel like this episode kind of dived into like that um, malicious intent with them of like, oh, we need to keep her away from him. And I was like, oh, let's let's keep it, let's keep it uh, light and fluffy, guys.
1: But sad thing, that's how some people really are. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Then the I do like how they're being watched, and somehow they have audio across the way with the zoom in lens on their camera. I'm like audio question mark. Like how do you get? All right, whatever. Though the thing I did love in this episode is the use of kind of multimedia in terms of it's them regular drawn and then like real images. The train station background or it's in this one and some other ones where the episode like palette cleanser click Mm -hmm. thing and they get stuck in it or it interacts with them i feel the show is getting even more and more meta and like making fun of itself and just anime in general so that i did appreciate that was something to pull out these episodes to enjoy um and then (laughs) i know you're not a huge team yuki veronica but All that Yuki merch in their classroom when they're doing their thing was so (laughs) funny because every shot it was like a different Yuki item. I was like, all right, that's kind of mad props. I don't know if you guys notice when you're watching, but every Mm. time they cut to that shot, it was like a, it was a cup. It was a keychain. It was a. I mean, hey, good, good, good on them. I mean, uh, first of all, how much are you getting in allowance?
2: Second of all, I mean, yeah, mad props to them for having that much. It's It's like, like, oh man. It's it's kind of creepy, but uh, I would be a part of a different fan club.
1: Yeah uh yes uh (laughs) then they get to her house and everything which I did like her house now the thing with this uh, another thing to I think to pull out of this episode is how Megumi points out um oh no when they when they're talking Hanajima when they're talking about um Toru and everything of how you need to have a considerate heart and I do think that some people can relate to that I mean I know I've had it Uh, sometimes where, like, you're really good friends with somebody, but maybe they're hanging out with somebody else, and you're almost a little bit jealous, but, you know, it's not that you can hang out with them all the time, but it's that moment of, like, but wait, am I forgotten? And I kind of like that they address that, because that's something that we can experience. Mm -hmm. But you need to consider it hard and let them hang out with other people, too.
2: Mm, No, I love the fact that they brought that up. It was done in a very... It was done in a very funny and comical way where it's like, okay, you're not going to root for the Prince Yuki fan club because they're a little too intense. But it does make sense in that, you know, here's a group of people that kind of thought, you know, they could admire Yuki from afar and could kind of... Hold on to their own emotions and their own intentions of just kind of mm-hmm. living in this fantasy world of like, oh, I can admire him from afar and that'll be okay. But as soon as he starts hanging out with Toru, that's kind of zapped and they feel like yes. maybe whatever weird uh, fantasy they had in their head would just never come true now.
1: Yeah. Um, the, everybody's talk, a couple people in the chat said... Card 003, the Hanajima episode is hilar- was hilarious for me. The brother trying to put a curse on them was the best. Cloak says, Love the brother. Okay, I think, get the brother, I think his name was Megumi, which is funny because I'm used to that being more of a girl's name. But sure, we've had other names in this ep- these shows like turned a, around.
2: That's like Nagisa for me. Nagisa? Nagisa. Sometimes oh. it's a female name, sometimes uh, it's used as a male name.
1: Okay, yeah, I've only, I've because I've known women Megumis so like yeah in real life not just like watch his show so then you're like oh sure but I did like the brother a lot I thought he was very funny I do like that he's just as weird as his sister mm-hmm. and uh but you know is still like they both have really good hearts even though you'd think they'd be like weird gar- gothic dark people but it's like no they're just they're just unique. quirky yeah they're just unique yes, and quirky and then when Toru and Uo show up and then um hanajima's just like you came to hang out with me You're like, <laughs> oh, of course we hang out she's like you yeah of course yeah exactly so you're just like that's so cute so and then the big like kicker at the end the more you know that friendships have difficulties but it's worth it so you're just like oh so yes filler but at least had some good it pies. had good it was no excalibur filler <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> I'm kind of okay. glad we are done with Woo, those. Yeah. <laughs> episode nineteen. This sorts of cheer can be affected by colds too. Filler, but more Again, fuzzy, cute. Yeah. Filler, so, but depending on what you're uh, yeah.
2: going for,
1: it could be great. Yes. Uh, fillers, as long as there's something that you can pull out of it, because even that one episode back with, um, I'm like uh, Fort Wicks Caliber, and uh, I'm like, what was that? Soul Eater. I'm like, totally blanking on the name. Uh, for a second there. It, when we meet the guy who would have been like a prince in any other anime. Mm-hmm. Like, that was funny because I, I, I appreciate that character and then you're just like, alright, now we can move on. Make it a 15 minute episode, yeah. not a 20. Yeah. Yes. Alright, so episode 19 of Fruits Basket. So, at the beginning, I thought it was really weird that we kind of had a refresher. It was like, refresher and why are we doing a refresher right now? Like that was kind of the waste of time as well. Yeah, yeah. We're we're 19 episodes in. I think we got it. Fresher, we am. And kind of like, what is the source of your well being? It's pretty much it's given to her by everyone. Uh, Let's get some syrup with that sugar. It's like, oh man. Um, And the makeup test, which was kind of funny and cute, and I do like how Hanajima like purposefully, technically did well. So we know did that. We do if do we know? I don't know. I think I think she did it on purpose. Oh yeah. That she's like, yeah, if I miss a couple, then I take the other one, it's easier. Which, mm-hmm. that's cool. I didn't, I don't think we had those at my school. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Uh, so, yeah, poor Turger gets a cold and a fever and everything. And I, I, the one thing being babied, I guess. Yes.
2: The one thing I did like about this episode is that, you know, it has been brought up a few times in previous episodes. And as an audience, you're constantly, you might almost become frustrated with this topic because you just want to, you know, like, shake Toru and be like, take time for yourself. It's okay. You don't need to be consistently selfless. Like, mm-hmm. we know your goals. We know that you want to do this, but, you know, you're human and you have a different rate of, you know, getting to where you need to be than other people. So it's like, take mm-hmm. time for yourself and don't put so much pressure on yourself. And I like the fact that that was reiterated by pretty much everyone yes. this episode.
1: that is is alright. Take a break. You're fine. It's like, not the end of the world. Calm down. But I do like how Everyone wants to help. It's the end of the world. Oh no, she's sick. What do we do? Call the fire brigade and then free out. It's like whoa, everybody, calm yeah. down. But shows you how important she is to everyone, most of the family. uh So that was pretty funny, and everybody wants to visit and everything. But then everybody helps out because we have Momiji doing the cleaning a little bit, and somebody special, Raccoon, he wants to about K- kyo doing the leak I'm cooking. so proud of him. I'm so <laughs> proud
2: of him because again, you know, uh, one of the reasons why this. Episode I enjoy so much is because Kyo came into this series with a very harsh personality. He mm-hmm, only mm-hmm. he was very narrow minded, only ever wanted to fight Yuki and beat Yuki. Since meeting Tōru, obviously his uh, course has taken you know his path has taken a different course, and I love the fact that you know. He's trying to be more considerate. And obviously, like you can tell, that he's starting to probably have feelings towards Toru. She might be a little naive and blindsided and not see it. All of it, yes. But he clearly does. And I love the fact that he is putting... he's, He's being selfless in this moment because he is taking something that he personally cannot stand, putting it aside, realizing that, hey... I hate leeks. I don't want to be anywhere near leeks, but if this is what's going to help Toru, I need to suck it up and do it because she's so helpful to me, I want to be helpful to her.
1: I like the gas mask, essentially, and the goggles and everything. it's so bad. It's like, oh, yes. I'm like, I like... Leeks are essentially green onions, and I'm like, no, I like those. I don't think I'd want just a porridge of leeks, though. I'd want maybe something else in there to give a little more oomph maybe garlic or something now we're talking about food anime food always anime food, food always looks so. i was like i would try the leek porridge please yeah um i and i i do show i appreciate how it shows growth for him of wanting to do something makes him become less selfish because he's a little like that he has blinders on a little i'm like i'm not gonna do it and you're just mm-hmm. like whoa whoa dude take a breath it's okay yeah so it's like oh, uh, but I do like the gag of how he destroyed the leak garden and Yuki's yeah. like oh, who did this and Shiguri's you- in there like isn't it obvious I found it so funny but at the same time I was sitting there
2: and I was like I don't think Yuki can genuinely be upset about this, because did he destroy the Leak Garden? Yes, technically. But his motivations for doing it were something that I'm sure Yuki would
1: have done as well. So I'm like, Yuki, you can't really be mad at him for this. No, he does calm down when he finds out the purpose of it and be like, oh, you actually cooked him? okay fine like but yes the that was where the zany crazy over the topness of the show was actually kind of funny because it's a short button i think it's when they extend some of the crazy it is that we as viewers go "Uh,
2: mm." this is going just dragging a little bit yeah
1: keep going um and then kyo listening to her and trying to be nice because then he's like i don't really care all right fine just tell me and then she goes i need to talk to somebody I I, did love that.
2: I think that's a very genuine moment for Kyo is because clearly in the beginning, Kyo is like forcefully Mm -hmm, trying to mm -hmm. be sweet, but then when he lets his guard down, he's just like, hey, tell me what's up, even though it kind of comes across as very... um, almost rude in the the tone of his voice and rough. yeah, Yeah. It's still more genuine because that's when he's just being very much like, okay, let me know. This is my personality, but let me know what's going on instead of kind of like this fake nice.
1: Yeah, I think the thing is he just needs more experience on how to communicate with people and girls probably too. Like, not just, because he did his training. I mean, that's kind of a trope in anime of, like, talking to the opposite sex and, like, how to do that. But I think he's learning. And I do like that Toru isn't, that's where she's not an idiot. Where she goes, oh, this is him trying to communicate. Mm -hmm. Or this is him trying to be nice. And you go, okay. But actually, speaking of her naivete, I wanted to call back to the other episode when Haru points out his hair is naturally white and black. Oh, my God. That was so funny and, like, super subtle. Oh, I love it. And I like the humor of it because if you're a little kid or don't get it yet, you'd be like Toa and like, I don't get it. But then Yuki and Kyo are just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he really did that. You really did that. Oh, Okay.
2: Also very great Kyo moment of uh, him sticking up for Toru.
1: Yeah. He's like, "Oh, yes. The, Man, he gets a ca- she gets a cave down with him too." Ooh. Yes. I did love that moment. He's like, "Scram to the guys." That was great. There we go. We we, we need gush about that as we well. Do, we I did do. love that one. I was like, "Yes. Get it." And how she he's kind of like, "You need to watch out for yourself." And she's just like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." I mean, it's true. Yeah. No, she does. She's very she can be too in her head that not notice her surroundings. So, safety tip. Yes.
0: Thanks for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. If you didn't know, we do over a hundred different after shows a week for your favorite TV series. We do it in podcast and video form, and it's never been easier to start your own podcast to get in with us and talk about the things you love. If you've ever thought about it, go to anchor.fm start to start your own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's hundred percent free and super easy to use. Now anchor can match you with sponsors who want to advertise on your show and get you paid right away. Doing over a hundred shows a week, but it makes it so much easier to be able to cut out things that we want to cut out and insert things that we want to insert to make the show the quality that you, the fans, deserve. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start. That's anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. I can't wait to hear it.
1: And then at the very end we get Everybody kind of gets, oh, ha- Hari and, oh, Shigure. Yes, the needle joke. That was also, I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay then. Oh. Yes, we get Hari and uh, Shigure making all their yaoi jokes, but I'm for it. Them, Him and Ayame, I'm totally for their yaoi jokes. I, fun.
2: I love them. Yes. And I would ship it all.
1: Yes. And I like that the nobody else is either getting the needle joke or they are... Knock it off, please. That's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we like it. Let us know what you think. Uh, so we get episode twenty: Ayame's secret life, which we totally knew it was an adult, essentially clothing store. I thought more like Leg Avenue, or you know, where it's like adult, sexy costumes, mm-hmm. not quite custom made. But I thought that was so obvious that you keep not getting it. I'm like, dude, dude. he just doesn't
2: care. True.
1: He's like, I'm not gonna even think about it. Okay. Also, this is where the innkeeper thing. I'm like, mm. yeah, that was. I could have done without I that. That I was weird.
2: I could have definitely done without her. And this episode, as I had previously mentioned, I love the intent. I love yeah. the fact that it's a moment where Yuki, because we know that Yuki pretty much dislikes most yes. most I don't want to say most people, but he has a harsh relationship with specific people yes. in the Soma family. And I'm very happy that this was a moment where he took a step back and said, You wanna know what? I have this burned relationship with my brother, but I wanna take more of an initiative to see what he's like and see if we can like come to meet middle ground.
1: Yeah, I, 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 both guys finally are yeah. like taking which we get that backstory that Ayame uh I I didn't quite catch or what did you think of it didn't seem like he totally he more just neglected him and didn't care about him, so that was the nothingness, and then the, like, pull the arm away and just leave. So it was more the, um, I guess, is it apathetic? Like, you feel nothing, and that's almost worse? Because technically, when you hate someone, that's still energy.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that's definitely something that stuck with him, especially because it was Yuki's youth that he had a lot of you know, mm-hmm. health issues growing up and that he was being abused and kind of taken out of society because they were fearful of what would happen. And obviously that's kind of a time when you need someone there, when you need mm-hmm. support. And so that obviously caused a rift between them, and it's something that we can clearly say that Ayame um, regrets. Yes. And I so I love the idea. I think it was just slightly, it could have been executed better because they tried a little too hard to bring in the comedic moments with the innkeeper. Uh,
1: yeah, and Ayame needs to calm down. Like, the, oh, that's what it was. He, I totally had a Black Star moment when he's doing that memory with the shop clerk, and he speaks normally finally i'm like oh, yes here he's talking like a normal human being not going not like, overly oh, animated yeah yes yes it's like take the microphone away you're fine just talking normal um volume i do like uh star cloaks said so the ships are sailing yes yeah. uh so the shop visit which was fun and the ex- okay so we meet the mine Kura Kura Mei. I like the shop girl. I thought she was very funny. Which I almost wondered if it was a shop boy for a second, because then but they said she, but then based on the store, I was I was kinda almost wondering if they do that kind of a switch on us. Mm-hmm.
2: Be like, just kidding. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if that was the case, but I'm very happy that she was in this episode actually. Because yes. at first when she's introduced, you maybe think that she's gonna kinda be pointless and Weird. it's like, oh, why yeah. are you yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that she was brought in to kind of be that guiding voice for Tobru, of like they need their moment. Give them their time because they
1: need to work things yes. out. But let's change anyways as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, I love that. I was so glad that she is smarter than she appeared. And, like, yeah, that was kind of a distraction. Let's just give them their moments and we can chit chat and show the outfit. Um, and then the arguments show understanding. And I guess if only because if you didn't care, you ignore them and the nothingness. So. Mm-hmm. I guess I agree. Do you agree? Again,
2: one of those balancing acts yeah, kind of exactly. things.
1: Yes. Uh, man, Toru in her lolly cute yellow outfit. Oh, And I know you're not Team Yuki. I was going to say. But him <laughs> going up and down her was yeah. so cute, though.
2: Giving her the eye. Again, perception. If you're for Team Yuki, this would be a very strong episode for you. It was super you. cute. Yeah. Um,
1: and I do like that the brothers make a teeny tiny bit of progress in their love for each other. And... Um, with, I've um, with more Yuki and um, Toru together I wrote aww because they were having more of their things mm-hmm. but it's, I, I I'm not fully team Yuki but I wanted more Kyo like these felt very Kyo abs like I've noticed but then they say that in the episode and keep that, like yeah there hasn't funny. been a lot so I was like okay well I'm like, okay, you at that at least yes. they are aware yes Also, I do like this kind of quote from it, that every person has a secret garden or two or three, which I thought that was a funny metaphor that, yeah, sure, there's plenty of things going on in people's lives that you have no idea about. So I appreciated that. And also um, that how an outfit can change somebody's perspective. Ha ha. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm like. But that's true, too, because, I mean, come on, it's the she's all that, like, you went from nerdy to pretty just because you changed your clothes. So, Mm -hmm. not that nerdy can't be pretty. She had
2: quite the makeover, though. Yes.
1: So, I mean, I like, yeah, sure, like, and even for yourself, like, sometimes getting that new outfit, that new haircut can make you feel different. So, I thought it was just... Cute and funny that they mentioned that yeah. as well. Yes. Uh oh, Boundless Book Out says still Team Kyo. Yes! yay That's what I'm talking yes. about. Awesome Boundless Book Out. Heck yeah, Team Kyo all the way. And then Carter003, Yeah, Ayame and yuki arguing like brothers. I agree is much better than the complete absence of each other's life. Yeah, I think it's one of those same thing like um on the previous episodes when Kyo and Yuki weren't arguing um so was like whoa what's going on and it's kind of weird that they're not fighting because then it is the don't care so
2: sure mm-hmm. both Kyo and Yuki have are very slow progressing yes. to <laughs> to better themselves
1: yes. but you know there are some people that it really is those tiny tiny chips away to make mm-hmm. a difference uh so that's that on those episodes so we'll hold on to I guess sort of my predictions, because I'm like, I watched it so long ago that I don't remember a lot, and then you can chime in as well, Veronica. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll do our special segment, which is our word of the day, which they started off at the beginning, because we had the rain, so um, it was ame. Ame. So A-M-E, for the romaji of that, so if you're writing out in the English letters. Um, the one I was looking up, there's, technically there's different ways to say raining, kind of like rain, like in general, versus raining and poor, so... In general, I think that's the word for rain. Ame. Which I thought was cute. Ame. Yay! Uh, And then our... News announcement segment. We have some really cool stuff that has come out from Viz. So go to Viz.com for more information. New Blu-ray for Berudo, The Next Generations, is out. This has episodes 1 through 13. All kinds of fun special features. So go check that out. Um, Then this one is one of my favorites. I love all the Junji Ito books. And I love that it's the hardcover, which is really fun. And it's just... They're just gorgeously ugly and disturbing, which is what I love about them. So, just a bunch of short stories in there. If you're a horror fan or um, Jundi Ito, new one is Smashed. And, by the way, these are all out available if you want to look them up. Uh, We got a new volume of One Punch Man. One Punch Man, the volume 16. So, I do like that the nice, fatty volumes instead of, like, really getting your money's worth out of it and not just, like... Little tiny ones. I, I know totally somebody's excited are. about this. I, I am. It's my boy. It's Urie! So we got Tokyo Ghoul Re, volume number 10 is out. As well as. So this series, I started at the beginning, but I'm not up to here. Um, Golden Kamui. Have you re- um, heard about this I one? I have yet? not even
2: heard of it, actually.
1: This is volume 9 is out. So this one's kind of like. Um, uh, I'm like, let's see, to give plot away. But pretty much it's like. I thought it was more northern... I only read the first one. just a little bit. Um, northern, like, Hokkaido and wartime, like, back in the day. And uh, this is not the main character. Oh, there we go. That guy. And so they also deal with, like, natives, like, natives to Japan, like, mm-hmm. living in the wilderness. Kind of, like, more Inuit style, which I thought was really cool, too. And these, these gorgeous beauties. We have Nasaka uh valley of the wind there's a picture book so this one right here i'll do for the big screen so you can see so this one is the entire like movie but as like a picture book so you can watch them read the book so you know like if you teaching your kids how to read and everything it's gorgeous anime and then you can read it and this one's a nice i also like the nice hardcover as well nice for collectors and then this one as well for all the ghibli fans out there and um hayao miyazaki this is like a um this is our book so this kind of breaks down where's a good page so kind of storyboard info and everything like that so go check those out on biz.com those are all available now what are some of your mangas you're reading and such? Leave those comments as well. And somebody watch, also before we get to that, somebody's watching a new anime and finished. I did. Why don't you give us a little sample of what you watched? I did. So, obviously,
2: here at the Afterbeds Anime Show, we love to take shows and break them down episode by episode every week. But in the meantime, we are also still watching, you know, some anime on the side. Mm-hmm. I recently just watched an anime called Hitori Jima My Hero. And because I've been a bit, I've been a bit, I've been on a bit of a boy's love kick. Um, Aww, I recently watched yes. the English Dub of Love stage, if any of you mm-hmm. um, have been watching any of that. This series, everyone, is absolutely amazing, Carrie. It's because as I was mentioning to Carrie, and we saw a little bit of yaoi jokes in this ep- in these batch of episodes of Fruit Basket. Sometimes yaoi, well, yaoi specifically kind of means like the uh, sexy fun times of anime, yeah. whereas Shonen Ai is more the um, emotional romance point of view. And sometimes in yaoi. There are tropes kind of that kind of fall under um, yes. kind of predatory, which are not yep. not fun and can make you feel very uncomfortable. But this was none of that. It was a beautiful story of two sets of um, men who are with each other, not like with each other, yeah, and, yeah. like two separate couples. But it's beautiful because they're trying to figure out their relationship and their emotions and you know trying to figure out how they can make it work as if it was any other like coming Regular of age dating, yeah coming of age, romance story. story and it's truly just a story about um people finding love and it's absolutely beautiful there's also a beautiful episode i where it kind of shows like intolerance is not acceptable here mm. and i'm going to support my friends that was just it was gorgeous to watch if you are looking for a genuinely good boys' love series that doesn't play on any of those yaoi tropes, I would highly recommend this series. It is gorgeously animated. It is a beautiful story. And if you're into dubs, it has a great cast because it's also uh, David Matrongo, who's the voice of Todoroki, oh, is, nice. the, is the main guy. And then uh, Austin Tyndall, who is the English voice actor for uh, Kaneki and Tokyo Ghoul, and some other really great voice actors as well. So it's a great show. Go watch it, guys, and then talk to me about it because I'm really obsessed right now. What platform? Uh, it is, I'm watching it on
1: Verve, uh, the, okay, high dive. Cool, the High nice. Dive
2: channel, yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, Boundless Book Owl mentions I have the art books for Spirit Away and Howl's Moving Castle. Yay. Uh, add these to your collection if you're an Oscar fan. Going to older Miyazaki films. Nice. Um, and then so, right before we wrap up, yeah, I started watching um, Made in Abyss, I started watching the anime of it. So if you weren't able to catch the film, I do recommend the anime because then you get more time with it. They look cutesy, but there's some dark stuff going to that say. goes down. They look super cutesy wootsy, but they're supposed to be older than what they look like. Mm-hmm. To me, they look like they're in like third grade, but they're supposed to be more like twelve, like later middle school. So I'm like, okay. And there's just some more not like not really gross adult subject matter, but stuff that's like that kiddy. And I was really liking it. Uh, I'm like mm, episode nine or ten. Uh, the new movie is having premieres at other um, anime conventions throughout the year, so check that out. And uh, but I do recommend it. It's a really good like adventure show.
2: It's definitely on my list, and I get major Madoka Magica vibes from it, where it looks really cute
1: and then it all goes yes to you're like there's some dark crazy stuff, stuff on this. Yeah. Uh, that one I'm watching it on Amazon Prime. So yeah, if you are watching any really cool. Um, anime as well, please leave comments on what you're watching and where you can find it legally. Come on, we <laughs> all know everybody does it other ways too. Um, so then, what else? Okay, cool. I guess really quick predictions because I guess I can. And if we want to make other comments on the new one, predictions? <laughs> nope. Yep, there's a noise. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, I really like that you point out we might not meet all of the Zodiac in this season of uh, the Fruits Pass, because I don't remember, so I'm excited to see as the new characters come out, and then I really am trying to rack my brain for what Akito is going to be. I I still kind of think Toru won't be with anybody. It'll be one of those things where she doesn't end up with anybody in the family, but they all love her, and she's, like, part of their family. And that's kind of it for that. Also, I just want
2: to say something. Uh, I kind of have a general idea of what happens, but I'm glad to rewatch it, because there are obviously certain... um, Lines and yes. kind of storylines that I completely missed when I was younger and didn't wrap my head around. So I'm very excited to rewatch it and kind of get a better sense of, like, oh, that might be more powerful now.
1: Yes, good point. All right. Thank you so, so much for watching. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at ABTVAnime. We've been posting tons of. Yeah, DVD releases, spring anime spring announcements. Spring anime. Yeah, so if you're looking like what are some new ones coming out, go to ABTV anime on Twitter. Also we had like anime expo news on there, like if you're interested in hosting a panel or things like that. Go check it out. We link you. Don't worry. We got you covered. Uh, Veronica, where can they find you online? Yeah, everyone, you can find me, Veronica Valencia on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Talk anime with me. Yes, and thank you everybody who joined us in the live chat. If you're watching you later, we still love you. Please leave comments down below. Give the video a thumbs up, and if you're listening on iTunes, awesome. Give it five stars, because you know one through four just don't work. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And thank Thank you very much viz we love all these volumes and go check them out on viz.com lots of new tons of material just coming out so again follow us on twitter so you can be up to date on everything and be back here because we talked about it here as well all right thank you so much for watching we'll see you next week sayonara Meow.